Hey everybody, what's happening? This is the first Friday of the new year and what a great first week we've had. And man, the, the week has really changed, right? Like Tuesday, very somber. By the time we get to Friday, man, I mean, really great celebratory kind of news. We'll get to all of it coming up in just a matter of moments. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody about all of our terrific sponsors, some of whom you might want to contact this weekend, like Seven Mile Casino, because uh, the weather has been so crazy. I went down to the beach today in Encinitas just to go see what was going on. Dude, there were literally, I'm not exaggerating, hundreds, if not more, people standing along the, sh along the shoreline just watching the massive waves as they were coming in. So the weather is changing and it's been kind of a crazy week. But if you're looking for something fun to do, 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com is the website. You can learn all about it. And by by now, everybody who tunes in knows where, where I'm at on this thing. Table games, blackjack poker on one side. We were big winners when we were there for our big dinner last year. Then you got Sammy's Restaurant and Bar on the other side, Sammy's Woodfire Pizza. I know our man Joe Rigby stopped down there a few weeks ago when he was on his way down to the Fat Tony event and just had dinner there. He didn't even stop to play cards, just stopped to have dinner, which is great. Smoke-free environment and only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. Seven Mile Casino is where great friends go to play. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. But go in, have fun, and be a big winner at Seven Mile Casino. Their website is sevenmilecasino.com. Uh, today's Friday. Getting ready for your weekend. I hope you got big plans. Some of those plans might include stopping by Tory Holistics or California Holistics. Our new promo code is broccoli. Okay. Why? We didn't know. Ruthie had to tell us broccoli is slang for weed. We didn't know that. Broccoli and you save 20%. Tory Holistics in Serrano Valley, California Holistics in Chula Vista. Lots of places to buy your cannabis products around San Diego. Could be for sleep, could be for pain management, could just be for recreation. But great friends, activate. Tory Holistics, California Holistics. I Thrive MD. Talked about this yesterday with Dr. Maxey. Alex has lost nearly 30 pounds. And what Dr. Maxey told us yesterday from I Thrive, which very frankly, I've either been making a mistake or they've just added to it. Now you're saving $200 on your first three months when you're on the iThrive Lean program. So the first month, the second month, the third month, you're saving a grand total of $600. And here's what I can tell you. Alex and Dr. Fry have both lost 28 to 30 pounds in those three months. So you're going to save a bunch of money and you're going to lose all the weight you want to lose. You may only be on this product for three months based on how much weight you need to lose or want to lose. 858-240-1497 is the phone number. But for everybody who's watching and listening, just go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com and click on the iThrive logo. It'll take you to the iThrive lean section. You'll learn all about it. Penske San Diego is somebody else I'd like to talk about. PenskeSanDiego.com. Look, you got through the holidays. Kids are going back off to school. Kids are going back into school. Now you're thinking, hey, it's the, the, the right time. Let's go look for the car. Want to buy a new car, want to lease a new car, or maybe you want to buy a certified pre-owned car because honestly, um, even though used cars are worth more than they ever were before, they're still a great deal. I mean, when you look at a brand new car versus a certified pre-owned that maybe is a year or two old that has low mileage, you get a really great deal. So Penske San Diego has 12 dealerships. They've got nine different brands, all the brands you want but they've also got everything certified pre-owned and you can go to their website, PenskeSanDiego.com. That will help expedite the buying and leasing process, PenskeSanDiego.com. Mountain Trust Mortgage, my man, Gary Cooper. Gary still says it's a great time to buy a house. When we asked him earlier this week, what are you going to do differently this year? Because like everybody, we got to figure out what to do, how the world is changing, how the economy is changing and what we all need to do as business people. Gary's like, I'm going to do what I've been doing. Tell people the truth explain why five different places give you five different answers. 
And I'm going to always educate you when it comes to buying, selling, or doing anything in financing with a home. And I think the one thing that people think right now is, well, I don't want to buy a house right now because the interest rates are too high. But there are ways to buy down the interest rates. So just using math, just simple math here. If an interest rate is 7%, you buy it down to five. The next year, it moves up to six. The next year, it moves up to seven. By that time, presumably, we're coming out of this recession that we're theoretically in. And you're going you're gonna to refinance and probably get a better rate. So talk to Gary Cooper. He's the expert. I'm not. He is. And he can really help you out. All right. Hey, support our sponsors. We appreciate all you guys listening and watching. And let's get going for a Friday. Hey, great friends. It's Friday. Friday. I have a New Year's resolution. Oh, I feel so good. Yeah, what is it? Four-day work weeks. Ooh, I love that idea. Because when you just said that, I was like, yes. Yeah. It is Friday. It is. I do love a short week. Yeah. I know. I love a short week. I know. We weren't on the air on Monday because the uh, the world celebrated New Year's Day on Monday, right? That was January mm -hmm. 2nd. And we came back to work on Tuesday, January 3rd. And Correct. here we are on Friday. And what a weird week it's been, right? I mean, we're just getting on the airwaves of 1090, just getting on the stream of YouTube. We'll be on television tonight on Channel 4 San Diego and the Cox Your View Network. And then uh, for everybody that's catching up over the weekend on podcast, Apple, Spotify, you know where to find us, the whole deal. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. But guys, where we were on Tuesday, oh my God, well, I've never seen this before in a football game. This kid, he has cardiac arrest. They revive him on the field. An ambulance takes him off. They stop the game. What has happened from Tuesday to here we are today, Friday, is really quite an amazing thing because just to take it from the kid is taken to the hospital and there is an international outpouring of love, prayers, and support for this young man. How do we know it? The data, as Tom Brady would say, sick data. We know it because the kid was trying to raise $2,500 for a toy drive and there's like $7 million that's been raised. People have just been throwing money at this whole thing because they just so badly want to see this young man come out of it. Well, guess what? After the two days of being in a coma and when they finally woke him up and the story yesterday was he wrote down on paper, did we win? Tells you his brain was working, his, his body movements were working. And that was yesterday. And I sat here yesterday and I watched the doctor's press conference and then I watched the coach and the quarterback press conference. And today the story is that they've taken the, the uh, tube, the breathing tube from his throat. They've pulled it out. The kid is talking. And according to the stories, he FaceTimed with the Buffalo Bills team today as they prepare to play the New England Patriots this upcoming weekend because the Bills-Bengals game has now officially been canceled. We'll talk about all that. But Browner, Grande, what a week of somber mood Tuesday to like celebration. Let's get it on on Friday. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good Friday. Glad all the great friends are here. What do you think about the progress of this week, Ronde Alejandro? Yeah, thankfully that's this is the way it went. You know, thankfully this is what happened. Thankfully the way this is we're 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 progressing in a in a nice looking road for Demar Hamlin. That's as much as you could ask for, man. I mean for the guy to FaceTime his team as a surprise, by the way, as a surprise on Zoom, 
that's got to be the most uplifting thing for the Bills. I think the Bills are going to beat the Patriots by 100 this weekend now. <laughs> um, I, it was just, I mean, what more can you ask for at this point? Really? What more could you ask for at this point after the way we started on Tuesday? Really, really stoked for the kid. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and I'm also, as a football fan, as a, I'll call myself a selfish football fan, I'm, I'm glad that the league has kind of figured this out Regardless of whether we love it or hate it or think it's a great idea or a terrible idea, at least we know week 18 is going to go and there's going to be um, a lot of really big and important matchups. And and we have at least a little bit of resolution, although it's somewhat complicated. We'll get to it in a second. Big Brown, how are we feeling on a Friday? Ready to rock and roll, man. Happy about the good news about Hamlin. And that's all you can really ask for on a Friday is good news to wake up to. He didn't. He's uh, communicating and he's he's kind of showing people that he's going to be okay or he's going to be uh, in a healthy fashion going forward. And that's all that really matters when it comes to that situation, man. So I'm happy to move forward. I'm also confused with what the NFL is going to do with these playoffs. Yeah, we're going to get to that here in just a matter of moments. Hey, guys, I will tell you this, though. Uh, yesterday, I get a call from my, my boy, uh, Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator of the Browns. And uh, he says to me, he goes, hey um, – did you see my press conference today? And I said, no, I, I haven't seen it. And he said, um, let me know what happened, what you think, because um, yesterday, he, you know, they're asking him all these questions, the Browns media, right? Hey, what about the Sean? How happy have you been with his, his uh, progress? Blah, blah, blah. At the end, this woman, this female reporter says, Hey, not sure if you've heard, but this is happening in real time. But DeMar Hamlin has been woken up out of his coma. He wrote the, the note. Hey, did we win? You know, and so it looks things are really progressing nicely. And my boy, Alex, dude, he gets all choked up, like gets choked up there at the press conference. So I go, all right, man, hold on a second. Let me go watch this. Let me see what, let me give you a little feedback. You know, <laughs> dude, I watch this press conference. This lady asks him this question. My man gets all choked up. Next thing I know, I'm standing here at my computer, like bawling my eyes out, you know? And then I text him. I'm like, bro, now I'm crying. He calls me back. The two of us are on the phone. He's like, how, how did was it good? Was it bad? Did it make me look? I'm like, bro, you looked real. You looked raw. You looked human. You looked like a guy who's a pit football legend. And you've heard this story about this young brother and, and it, it hit you at the time in front of all these people. And so I'm just so happy. Like just like human being happiness, you know, not Buffalo Bills fan, NFL football, not all of that nonsense. Just this kid. Something happened. We've never seen it quite like this before. We hope we never kind of see anything like this again. Um, and for the young man to have received the support from all over the world that he's received and to now by Friday, come, hey, listen, the next thing they're going to tell me is Sunday, the kid's going to play. I mean, I'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> that the kid has come out of this and all signs point to trending as if he's going to get his life back. So, so I got to say, and I don't know how this is going to make me sound, but whatever. Because of the positive updates and because of everything that's happened with DeMar Hamlin, mm -hmm. I feel as if that it is okay to be upset for what the NFL decided to do now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's, let's jump right I into genuinely that. feel like now I can express my, mm -hmm. if I was a Cincinnati Bengals fan, mm -hmm. I would be livid. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Um, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you might be livid, mm -hmm. right? I mean, here's the thing. Yesterday, we were talking about a report 
that had come out on profootballtalk.com that said the NFL was contemplating the possibility of adding an eighth team to both the AFC side and the NFC side to eliminate the first round bye. Uh-huh. And we we kind of all talked about how we liked it because as we analyzed it yesterday, the Miami game versus the Jets, the Browns game versus the Steelers, um, the Bills game versus the Patriots this Sunday, all of these games would take on additional meaning if there was going to be an eighth team added, you know? And what the NFL has done now to try and even the playing field nice attempt at a cliche um, as a way to try and make things fair for all mentioned it yesterday. They'll never be able to make everybody happy. Right. But I feel like they now, instead of not making a certain fan base happy, I feel like they just pissed off multiple fan bases because the resolution yesterday would have added excitement, would have added intrigue, would have added another playoff team, two more playoff teams. And what they did instead, voting for it this morning, is just confusing. It is, um, it almost seems unnecessary to me, to be frank. And um, just feels like you're just going to screw over at least one legitimate fan base in Kansas City and a growing fan base in Cincinnati. And we'll see what happens with Buffalo. But it just doesn't seem completely necessary at all, to be honest. So in, in the big picture, if the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals make it to the AFC Championship game, none of those three teams would host. They would all be in a neutral site. If hypothetically the Chargers and the Jaguars made it to the AFC title game, we're just giving a hypothetical here, mm-hmm. Brown. Uh, you're right. I shouldn't do that. You're right. Hypothetically, 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 if the Patriots and the Jaguars make it to the AFC Championship game. Because we know that the Chargers aren't going to. But So I'm correcting myself, Brown. Thanks, based on your look. You can have an AFC Championship game in New England. You can have an AFC Championship game in, in Jacksonville. You could have an AFC Championship game in, you know, name your city, other than Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. And if you're the Bengals fans and you make it to the AFC championship game and you were intended to host, because let's say the Chiefs and the Bills both got knocked out, you're now penalized. If the Bills make it to the AFC championship game and the Chiefs were upset along the way and Buffalo is supposed to host, they get screwed. And if Kansas City goes in as the number one seed and they make it to the AFC championship game and they're supposed to host, what did they have to do with any of this? So it is kind of an interesting thing because I read an article today that the owner of the Chiefs, Lamar Hunt, and I didn't know this, he has been pushing behind the scenes for many years to create a championship weekend where you would play, say, this AFC title game on a Saturday and the NFC title game on a Sunday, and both games would be in neutral sites. And and, and his his thought process was you got the Super Bowl on, call it February 12th, but on call it January 28th and 29th, you would have the AFC title game on the at SoFi, and it would say AFC in the middle of the field. And then the next day, Sunday, you'd have the NFC title game, call it SoFi, because SoFi is not hosting the Super Bowl, but they could host the AFC and NFC championship weekend. The following year, it could go to Dallas. The following year, it could go to Vegas. So instead of having one Super Bowl, 
you have like two Super Bowl weekends. Well, that that's fascinating coming from an owner in Kansas City who knows he'll never host one of those. Right. But but it's also fascinating that an owner in Kansas City where you battle to get home field, you have one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL and you play in a cold weather natural grass stadium where those are all advantages natural grass cold loud you know fans it's a see I, I would host. think see i would think the the way that they're currently built you don't want to play in that cuz they're 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 passing they're finesse now if they were the tennessee titans yeah you want it sloppy you want snow you want cold cuz you're a running team i i love that idea of having the championship games in a neutral site i think that's great I really Didn't do. The, haven't the Chiefs? I'm trying to look it up. Haven't they hosted the conference championship like four years in a row too? You might be uh, right. At least three. At least yeah, three. Yeah, you might be right. But but the point is, um, l- let's kind of explain to everybody what has been reported and what the NFL's. Yeah. Um, they've hosted the conference championship four years in a row. Yeah, and they've won what two of them? Yeah. Yeah. So. I do. I will say this. I think it's a great idea for the NFL. I think it's a terrible idea for hometown fans. If you're the if you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you've earned home field advantage throughout, and they take the AFC Championship game and they move it to LA, is everybody just at a moment's notice, right after Christmas and New Year's, booking flights and going to a neutral city? I listen. I got to tell you, the NFL is bigger than one fan base, man. Like this is this is the penalty for having the, the most popular game in the sport and having it only be one game. Like the NFL believes that if they put this championship weekend somewhere, the fans will go because look around. The fans travel to every game. You see Chiefs fans in LA. You see Raider, well, not Raider, but you see Raider fans everywhere. You see Cowboy fans everywhere. You see uh uh, uh Packer fans everywhere. So the unfortunate drawback of, of having such a large sport is that the fans will go everywhere. I guarantee they observe this. And so when you turn on the TV and you see SoFi, instead of being Charger Blue, it's filling the blank of whatever they're playing unless it's Jacksonville. Like, now this would only look bad if Jacksonville makes it, but other than every other everybody else, sold out. Sold out. I mean, I just want to say this, though. If I were a, if I were a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and you told me that uh, on Sunday, hey, our team just won. Now we're moving on to the AFC Championship. The AFC and NFC Championship are both in Vegas this year. Hypothetical. That's roll. Okay. For me, I'd be like, dude, we just got done with Christmas. We just got done with New Year's. I mean, I'm trying to book flights. They're expensive. I'm trying to book hotels. Now we got to eat. Like, honestly, like all of a sudden, I got to spend five or six or seven grand to go to the AFC Championship game, not even including tickets. I'm not saying that that it won't be sold out. I'm just saying you're asking a lot. And the hometown fans, if your team is 13 and three and the road to the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City, that's supposed to be a reward. You're not supposed to be penalized, at least traditionally in sports. You're supposed to have home field advantage. They're over now. Thanks to thanks to the Hunt family. Hopefully those days are coming to an end. I would love to think the NFL, I gotta look up the stat too. I have to look up the stat, Mm -hmm. but I know I saw a tweet earlier. Um, that said, home field advantage in the NFL playoffs, it's not even an advantage. It's almost 50-50. 
The 49ers win everywhere they go in the playoffs, but except the Super Bowl. It, like, it's, it, but it's Alex, ridiculous. But Alex, it's, it's not necessarily about the winning percentage of the home team as much as it is the celebration for the hometown that they've gotten this far and they get to host it. Listen, I, I'm I'm kind of with you, Browner. If you told me that the AFC and NFC Championship weekend was in SoFi Stadium and one day is the AFC game and the next day is the NFC game, think about how cities would try to get... Win it. So it's like, hey, we didn't get the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. but we did get the AFC and NFC Championship weekend, you know? Yeah, and that's the other thing that you Genius. kind of haven't talked about is that uh, what is the Super Bowls? It's always what does everybody say? It's so corporate when you're at when you when you go to a stadium. There's like a section of fans, a section of fans, and the rest is just like suits and and suites and this. It, that'll what that's what it'll turn into. It, everything will be bought out. It'll be halftime performance by Jay Z, halftime performance by Rihanna, halftime performance. You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's going to become a mega event. It's big uh, business. This is a stat I read earlier. Since 2019, the home field team has won 50.9% of the time. Wow. How about that? That's terrible. Uh, uh, yeah. It's very interesting for sure that it's it's really, truly 50-50. And you're talking about, and, I, and like we've been talking about a league that doesn't really have a moral compass. It doesn't point, to, point towards the correct decision all the time. The, the way that the NFL points to is green. Mm -hmm. every time every time. so if they can maneuver away to go away from a cincinnati game or a game in buffalo to a game in vegas or los angeles done, done. of course they're going to do oh, it dude. they saw an opening. arizona the, yeah, 25 Miami, owners voted yes done. for it yeah. why done. 25 owners don't have teams in the playoffs but they might get some money if they do a neutral site correct game. there's no doubt and and the way Lamar Hunt, again, this is just the, the article that I read earlier today. I think it was in The Athletic. But the way Lamar Hunt has tried to position is it would be so awesome for the fans to descend upon a city Super Bowl style Take for the AFC and NFC championship game. And the analysis was don't don't put this on the fans like it's great for the fans. This is great for the owners because it's that much more money, Alex, exactly to your point, for yeah. the owners whose teams aren't there. And I, I know that you guys uh, you know, don't pay attention to this. I'm trying to call where soccer already. This happens in soccer already. I know, I know. Both the, all three in. of us I'm now. jumping in. I'm jumping in. This happens in soccer already. When a team, they, so there's like tournaments on top of the league games. Mm -hmm. These tournaments, when they get to the semifinals, they go play at like Wembley Stadium in London. Don't matter who's playing, if it's a London team or not. It could be a little team from, from Leicester. It could be a team from Liverpool. It doesn't matter. The semifinal is at Wembley yeah. and they get a hundred thousand people in there because they get it's better than hosting it at Newcastle where they well, got a 30,000 seat right. stadium. Well, just think about this. You ready? You're the NFL and here's what you put on your calendar. AFC NFC championship weekend is January 28th and 29th. I don't have a calendar open. I think I'm about right. Then the following weekend is the pro bowl festivities, which I get. We, none of us really care about, but hold on. I'll get to why it's important. And then the following week is the super bowl. Here's the point. You would have then wild card weekend, divisional round weekend, and when you get to championship round weekend, which is one, Pro Bowl weekend, which is two, and Super Bowl weekend, which is three, you've got three massive monster events around the country. So this year, for example, have they announced where the neutral site would be? No, not yet, but I'm sure they're working on it now, and it's going to be sponsored by whoever. Well, think about it. You, you, yeah. know, you could say Detroit, because they've got a dome 
and it's close to Buffalo, theoretically. It's not going to be Detroit. Uh, that's already been announced. Well, that's it's not going to be Detroit that's because they're switching their field. Uh, well, here, but but my point would be this: <laughs> if Buffalo makes it to the to the AFC title game, and Kansas City makes it to the AFC title game, it's not like those two fan bases are like can't wait to get to Detroit. But if they had the game in Miami, if they had the game in LA, if they had the game in New Orleans, below the Sun Belt. Arizona, even though they're the Super Bowl host city this year. What I'm saying is Dallas, right? They, if they make it a destination and an easy place to get to, people will go. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Vegas. You're talking about LA. Talk about Miami, Houston. Dallas. You're talking about the rotation of Super Bowl cities. But now instead of one a year, you get three a year. Right. That's my point. It, yeah. and, and four. Two, and four, because throw in the draft as well. So it, I mean, oh, yeah. and the combine it eliminates group. it eliminates cold weather games. That's my that's I don't want no more cold weather games deciding who goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, it, it's over. I want to see skill. I want to see high level play. I don't want to see guys slipping in snow or falling in rain. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. L let me say this. Did we even talk about what they no, even so, say what they agreed no, to? No, because 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 <laughs> it's so interesting that we're going in a million different directions. We'll yeah. give you all the details as we all understand it. Coming right back. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. 7milecasino.com. You want to play blackjack and poker and table games in a smoke-free environment only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. You want Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Wood Fire Pizza. It's all there for you. Good luck. You're a big winner at 7 Mile Casino. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's big jump into Padres what they're Padres breaking news. Oh, Padres breaking news? Yes. Stick around, everybody. This is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. Friday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are broadcasting on the airwaves of 1090 all throughout Southern California. We are podcasting on YouTube worldwide. We're on all the different audio podcast platforms, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And tonight, Channel 4 San Diego. So for those of you that still have Cox Cable and Spectrum Cable, San Diego, Orange County, LA, Santa Barbara, you can find us on TV tonight at 7 p.m. All right, Alex, before the break, mm -hmm. you said two things. One, have we really gotten into what the NFL is planning on doing with these playoffs, given the circumstances of canceling a huge, important game in uh, Cincinnati and yes. Buffalo? Yes. And you also said that uh -huh. earlier today there was some breaking news from the world of the Padres. Yeah. So um, I'd say start with the Padres, and then we'll go back into the NFL. Okay. I'm just going to read it this way. Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. Any guesses? God, you have me sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> That's why I started it that way. Come on, Padres. Brown. Take a guess. Let's come on, Brown. Let's both take a guess. The headline goes: guess. Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. All right, Brown. What do you say? Because this is breaking news. Alex said, and you know what? Alex also doesn't like to, you know, hey, major announcement. He doesn't like to overhype. I things, just say so. what it is. Okay. All right, Brown. Take a guess, unless you know. I don't know. And I would assume that he is he will be ready for says he will be ready for camp. Well, that's not breaking news. Okay. You asked me. I'm gonna say just for the goof of it all, just because of all the trolls out there that still hit my Twitter timeline and they're so mad at JT the brick, just for the goof of it all. Read me the headline one more time. Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. All right. My finish the sentence is officially on the trading block. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> why would he say that? Well, oh, dude. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just so funny how a couple weeks ago, JT the Brick comes yeah. on the air to talk about the Raiders versus Steelers in the Franco Harris, you know, immaculate reception game. And Franco had just died in this crazy. And then JT goes off on the whole, I told you guys Tatis is going to be traded. We posted it on Twitter. I swear to you. This is three, four weeks later. My Twitter timeline still has people. JT the Brick is still around. He's such a loser. I uh, He should be canceled. Uh, Kaplan and crew will do anything for clicks. I mean, blah, 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 blah. All right, so go ahead, Alex. Give us the... Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr., not a second, yeah. mm-hmm. has been officially cleared to resume baseball activities (laughs) there you go there you go told you something simple no my follow-up question to dennis lynn would be what position will he resume those activities at shortstop you gotta let that go no all right wait to wait to xander bogart starts making the exact same errors see how y'all feel about that yeah and then what are they gonna do with xander put kim in put kim where shortstop if they tried to put Kim at shortstop over Tatis, there would be a fight in the dugout. Dude, Tatis is a third string, third string uh shortstop now. Well, remember what Chris Rose said? Tatis, uh Tatis, isn't didn't you say Tatis might be the fourth best shortstop on the team? Yeah, behind Manny no, Machado. That's that's not what he said. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. Stop uh, it. it's funny. Whatever. All that's right. a good thing. He's not getting traded, and it's a good thing that he is, according to Dennis Lynn, ahead of schedule. Okay, good. good for him. Good for him. Been out long enough. Yeah. Hopefully uh, down well, at Petco Park. Two major surgeries. I mean, three, right? So he had a, a shoulder surgery, hit the wrist surgery, the original one, mm-hmm. hit a shoulder surgery, and then he had to mm-hmm. go clean up the shoulder or the wrist again. Mm-hmm. He had three procedures last year. Well, it shouldn't be any surprise that he's ready to resume baseball activities because I think it was over the holiday, or maybe it was right before, there was a video showing him dancing at a club. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my man was getting down. And when he was doing his moves and stuff, I was kind of trying to analyze his shoulders and his wrist. And it just looked like the wrists were moving fine. And the was that, a, was, that a, was that okay activities for you guys? Or did you yeah, it was better than soccer. about soccer? I didn't, okay. Yeah, I didn't want to play in soccer. Dancing is okay, even though you can get dancer's hip and and you can slip dancer's on dancer's hip. You could slip on drinks at the yeah. on the club at the shiny dancer's floor. Dancer's hip is a it's a serious injury <laughs> issue. It is a lot Listen, of people where he, where he's sitting ain't no slipping. Ain't no, ain't, ain't, ain't no slipping where he be sitting there. He's sitting on the couch. No, no, no he wasn't. Sitting. No, he was, he was dancing. Standing, he was in the he front row. He was dancing. He was in the front row. Those did, videos did always see... like you guys don't question those videos when they come out too, because that could no. be like at any point in time. Like what that no. could have been three. Right. Years that's ago. yeah, yeah. It could have been, but I mean, I just kind of questions I sort of I sort of took Are it even you know, here on right the surface. Tatis's surgeries were fake. Yeah, see? see? Well, my son keeps trying to tell me that, that life is not real. It's all part of a simulation. Mm. Now, listen, those are those are other kids he's hanging with on the football team. I listened to yeah. a, a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. He basically he like confirmed there are parallel universes out there. Wait, with like who? Neil deGrasse Tyson. You said that like I'm supposed to know who that is. Is that Mike well, Tyson's brother? Know who that is. I think no. he's just a, a very a scientist. He's like a celebrity scientist. That's what I, I would call him. He he's a very... Well-renowned scientist. He had a it doesn't mean that he's Cosmos. not huge and super famous. I just like yeah. I'm an idiot. I don't know who he is. Well, yeah, it's all. Like, you don't know who well, I am. He's a nuclear. I don't know what the hell he is. I don't know what his official title is. But <laughs> who says that? He doesn't know who I am. Well, I'm saying I'm. I'm I don't want to sound like a jerk. Like people are like, well, who the hell are you? You don't know who he is. Who the hell? Like I'm nobody. He's an American astrophysicist. How about that? 
That's great. Know who I am. He don't anyway, he, he confirmed. He There's parallel universes. Like it, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Has he been? There's a universe out there where like Browner might be like five foot seven. You know, there's a universe out there where Scott has small hands. It's a there's multi- a universe out there where I'm bald. Yeah, I don't know. There's multiverse. Mm. All right, let me do this. Think about uh, that. Let me get us back on track. How about that? Let me get us back on track. We're in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. All right, so Alex, in the previous segment, we started the show by saying, look, really, really, really great news. Damar Hamlin, the young man from the Buffalo Bills, has been awoken. And while yesterday the story was he wrote down on a piece of paper, did we win? Today they removed the breathing apparatus from his throat. And today he was able to uh, FaceTime slash Zoom with the Buffalo Bills players who did not know this was about to happen. You can only imagine the rallying cry inside that Buffalo locker room. This is an organization that before all these players were born, this, this is a team that lost four straight Super Bowls. Now they got a legit shot. People believe in the Buffalo Bills, but now more than a shot. Now they've got a rallying cry. Now they've got a vision quest, you know? And and to have this kid today on his phone, FaceTiming with the team, first of all, if I'm the New England Patriots, look out because it's coming. What The best they got is coming. And then who knows what happens after that. But the rallying cry, the vision quest, Super Bowl for DeMar Hamlin. So the NFL in this really weird position now says, well, we're not going to resume the Cincinnati Buffalo game. So how are we going to resolve the playoff situation when other teams are going to play 18 games and these guys are going to play 17 games and there's one game separating these three different teams, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. And if we're not going to continue the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, what happens then? So Alex, yeah, as best you understand it, please explain it to me, <laughs> to Browner, and to the great friends. So we can do our instant analysis. I understand it as much as I understand parallel universes. I just, I don't. This uh, is a parallel universe <laughs> in the football world. So yeah. I just put it on screen and we, I'm oh. going to read it with you guys. It's a contract because the way they wrote it to, can they just write things like we're seven? Like why they got to write it this way? <laughs> it's like a resolution G dash one. Whereas the January 2nd, 2023 game between the bills and Bengals was suspended. Uh, following a life-threatening injury to a Bills player, and the game was later postponed. And whereas the game was subsequently canceled because of completing the game would have no effect on which teams qualified for the playoffs and would have required postponing the start of the postseason play. And whereas at the time the game was canceled, multiple AFC clubs had an opportunity to be the number one seed in the American Football Conference, including hosting the AFC Championship game. And whereas the membership wishes to mitigate a possible competitive inequity that may result from having the host team for the AFC Championship be determined by seeding based on teams playing a different number of regular season games. And whereas the membership wishes to mitigate the additional potential competitive inequity that may result from Baltimore and Cincinnati playing an uneven number of games such that Baltimore cannot win the AFC North Division and host a potential playoff game against Cincinnati, be it resolved hold on hold on on. so okay so we've gone from the whereas yes whereas 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 yes five whereases yes and now we're going to start to pull into some results resolved that for the 20 i'll read this one slower for the 2022 season only the afc championship game will be played at a neutral site to be determined by the commissioner if a the participating teams played a different number of regular season games and b 
the lower seeded team in the championship game could have been the number one seed in the AFC if a full 17 game regular season had been played by all AFC clubs. And further resolved that unless both participating clubs could have been the number one seed in the AFC and host the championship game, had they played a full 17 game regular season, the game shall be played at the home stadium of the higher seeded team and further resolved. Okay. I'm, I just want to say one thing. Yes. I'm already very confused. I should. I think everybody is. And let me keep going. Resolved that if a Baltimore defeats Cincinnati in the game between the two clubs scheduled for this Sunday, B Baltimore and Cincinnati are scheduled to play against one another in a wild card game. The following weekend, the site of the game will be determined by a coin toss supervised by the commissioner. So that's a Hold clear on, one. Quick timeout. That part that's I understand. That's a clear that's part one. I got. So quick timeout. Quick timeout. Yes. Cincinnati plays Baltimore this weekend. Yes. Where's the game? I got to look it no, up real quick. Cincinnati, I believe. Okay. Um, it's in Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. Cincinnati plays Baltimore. Yeah. If Baltimore wins, Cincinnati and Baltimore are therefore tied for the division. And neither one has not really no no because the Bengals played one less game right right but but from a winning percentage standpoint Baltimore would then have 11 wins and and Cincinnati would have 11 wins right and Cincinnati would have the higher winning percentage correct but they wouldn't be granted home field based on that because they played one less game correct therefore be it whereas resolved yes you have to flip a coin Mm -hmm. You have to trust the commissioner. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Cincinnati takes heads. Baltimore takes tails. Baltimore gets tails. Games in Baltimore. Right. And that's where Cincinnati's pissed off because the, and this is the only real clear part mm -hmm. in the current rule book that the NFL has had, there is bylaws for what happens when a game gets canceled. Mm -hmm. And that is you go by winning percentage. Uh, so Cincinnati fans are pissed off because if they, they lose, mm -hmm. they would have a higher win percentage. And according to the rules that were the rules before 9 a.m. this morning, <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to host that wild card game. Mm -hmm. so, See, but you can't you can't go off the percentages because they played a lesser game. That's literally so what the rule that, is. But he's saying so, that the yeah. bylaws are already written for the, that. those are already written. If there's less games played, you go by win percentage. And if that doesn't matter, the reasoning why they would, it See, but that didn't, but then that puts the team that played more games at a disadvantage. Yes, Browner, but that's the rules. Like I'm just telling you what the rules are. I'm not telling you. In what's other words, right they or wrong. have this stuff in place already. Yes, yeah, and that's where yeah. Bengals fans and Joe Mixon himself like screenshotted that rule and said, "Oh, so now we're not following the rules." Anyway, no, I'll we're making them up as we go along. We're the correct. NFL. It, we, it, we if you play for if you play for Cincinnati, man, don't say nothing about none of this, man. If you Joe, let the fans complain publicly. Don't say nothing, man. Don't show you don't show any level of insensitivity about the situation. I don't think it's that insensitive. goes back to my first point. That goes back Let to my go. first segment. You because Damar Hamlin is is now FaceTiming and flexing and doing heart signals and telling the guys he loves them. It's all fair in games again to complain about whatever you want. I, I agree. Browner, I, I'm gonna disagree and say that you know, Joe Mixon using him as an example, rather than saying, Hey, you know, don't say anything, you're being you're gonna come off insensitive. If the kid is laying in the hospital and it doesn't look good for him, then it's insensitive. The fact that he is, uh, that we have all this great news about the kid, now you can start fetching about 
the playoff scenarios. And it doesn't seem fair that on one hand, the rule has already been written specifically for this reason. And today, rather than work off the rule, which was winning percentage, now they're changing the rule. This is the Joe Mixon tweet from last night. What do you say? So we're not following the rules no more. And he literally screenshotted the rule books. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty so good I, by him. So to clarify, I think I just saw this tweet and I believe it's the most accurate thing I could find. And this might be able to clarify what is going to happen. This is from Field Yates of ESPN. Mm-hmm. This was when it was still proposal, but now it's been ruled. So now this is the rule, I believe. If it's Chiefs versus Bills, it's a neutral site. If it's Chiefs versus Bills, like because they didn't play, right? So that the the Bills didn't finish their their season or whatever, it's mm-hmm. still a neutral site. Chiefs versus Bengals, neutral site. If it's Bills Bengals, that would be in Buffalo because they had the same amount of games. So I think the rule is it's a neutral site if the two teams didn't have the same number of games played. Can so you put that up the, on the screen one more time? Let, let's yeah. just take a look at this one more time. So, because so here's the thing: if the Chiefs win this weekend tomorrow against the Raiders and they finish fourteen and three, and the Bills win on Sunday over the Patriots, the fourteen and three Chiefs versus the thirteen and three Bills will play at a neutral site. If the Chiefs lose to the Raiders and the Bills lose to the Patriots. 13 and 4 Kansas City, 12 and 4 Buffalo, make it to the NF- the AFC title game, both play in a neutral site. If the Chiefs lose and they're 13 and 4 and the Bengals win over the Ravens and they're 12 and 4, this is the end of the regular season, even that game, should they both make it to the AFC title game, would be at a neutral site. So what Yates is reporting from ESPN, week 18 has no bearing on a possible Bills Bengals championship game because if the Bengals finish 12 and 4 mm-hmm. and the Bills finish 12 and 4 by virtue of some tiebreaker I don't even know what that is at this moment the Bills could still theoretically host the AFC championship and he also continued if mm-hmm. Kansas City loses to the Raiders on Saturday mm-hmm. and the Bills beat the Patriots the Bills are the one seed with the first round by and the home field advantage. Can you say that one more time? If the Kansas City loses to the Raiders Saturday afternoon and the, the Bills game. beat the Patriots. Okay. The Bills would be the number 1 seed with the first round by because they played one fewer game but they had a higher winning percentage and they had a head-to-head win. Right. And that is oh more God. reason why Cincinnati fans <laughs> are pissed off because they're going to use win percentage elsewhere except for their specific game to determine if it's home or not. Damn. I got to I Browner. I got to let this marinade dog. Bam. I don't listen. This is too much. Too much. <laughs> too much, man. Just it's a lot, side. man. Just say it's a new, just say it's a, if, if these teams play, it'll be on a neutral site. Take all that other stuff out. If these two teams play, it'll be on a neutral site. Buffalo, the Bengals play the Ravens. If the Ravens win, they play again the following week. Just, I just don't know, know why they just can't do win percentage in the playoffs. Like It is what keep it, it is. simple, man. It is what keep it, it is. simple. Yeah, just do win Damn. percentage. But I listen, I think the NFL, they're, they're looking at an opportunity to host an AFC championship game at a neutral site and make some extra moolah, and that's what they're going to do. 
All right, make make a prediction right now, though. You know how everything kind of works out for the NFL? Doesn't everything always kind of just work out for these guys? Because mm-hmm. they always have time on their side. I told you guys my conspiracy to yesterday. Oh, yeah. boy. It's Bill's yeah. Bengals. Yeah, in, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. And then yeah. DeMar Hamlin. And Hamlin comes on the field. Right, and he's the, he's the honorary captain, and the crowd goes nuts, and it's a close game at the end, and Hamlin's on the sideline hyping up his teammates, and the cameras are ca- – I mean, this this thing. If you don't think that's the way it works out for the NFL, then you just have not been paying attention. I think at I think the closest thing you will get to that at any AFC Championship game, Demar Hamlin will be present. Outside of that, no, bro. This whole thing of that you're this narrative yeah, you're the, cooking the, up. Bro, the road is the road is rolling through. But Buffalo. see, the thing is, before Monday, <laughs> before Monday, like before the game and what happened with Hamlin happened on Monday. Bills Bengals is still a very real possibility of an AFC championship. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's it's good. not yeah. like it's not like it's Bills Chargers. Like that would be that uh, nobody would have predicted that. It's well, not like wow. it's Bills Dolphins, Bills Patriots. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Like they, no, what I'm, my point is there is three legit, legit contenders in the AFC. Everybody knows that. And if anybody else makes it to the AFC championship game, it's because they beat one of those guys and it, they were a massive underdog. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Craziness, man. Uh, this is really amazing. All right, we'll keep it going because uh, now let's let's kind of get back to taking a look at what's going to happen this weekend, starting tomorrow and then pulling into Sunday. And then Monday, we got the National Championship of College Football. So stick around for one minute. Um, I do want to mention everybody yet again, our friends over at Mountain Trust Mortgage and Realty Services. You know, Gary stopped by earlier this week and he said it's still a great time to buy a house. And I know a lot of people are probably saying to themselves, why would now be a great time to buy a house? The interest rates are rising and, and you know, the, the prices have come down and the competition for houses have come down, but why is it still a great time? And Gary explained the other day that you can buy down your interest rate. So just using like even math here, because I'm not an expert, but if the interest rates would be 7%, you would buy it down to five. The next year it would go up to six. And then the next year it would go up to seven. So you'd have two years of what I would call relief, if you will. And if Gary's right, which is historically speaking, as we move out of a recession, rates will drop. You'll be able to refinance in, you know, call it two years. So I'm not the expert. Gary is. And I would just say this, call him and give him an opportunity to let him earn your business. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. That's the phone number or mountaintrustrealty.com. That's mountaintrustrealty.com for our guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty. All right, guys, um, still to come. Now let's take a look at what's going to happen this weekend. Because rather than saying eight teams, we're still going to stick on seven teams, the solution has been move the AFC championship game to a neutral site. Is that NFC championship game also to a neutral site? No. Okay, just AFC. All right, we'll get to it. Coming back. And I have a follow-up to discuss with you guys about the black Nike Air Force Ones because there's been a lot of reaction to that. Stick (laughs) around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios here on Kaplan. Hey, everybody, I just want to break in here for one second. It is Friday. And um, if you have a New Year's resolution, and maybe that New Year's resolution is to lose weight, good for you. I've given you the I Thrive situation, and I've already shown you what, what can happen as Alex has lost nearly 30 pounds. But let's just say your New Year's resolution, or perhaps your goal, is to get healthier. This is a product right here I'm going to highly recommend, Athletic Greens. So I told the story. I'm at a lunch over the holiday. And I'm with a buddy of mine and I give him this as a gift. He has no idea what athletic greens is. The waitress is like, oh my God, 
who's athletic greens. She winds up raving about the product, my friend. And as we're leaving the restaurant, he runs into a guy he knows and he's carrying this box and the guy goes athletic greens. And my buddy, John's like, yeah, I, he just gave it to me as a gift. I don't know what it is yet. And the friend of his is like, dude, I use it every single day. Chances are you've heard about athletic greens on like every podcast you've ever listened to. And for many of you, you might've already bought athletic greens. For those of you who have it, all of your vitamins, nutrients, minerals, probiotics, et cetera, all you do, one scoop, water, you shake it up, you slug it down. The taste is fine. Everybody's, oh, it's green. It must be gross. No, I'm telling you, it's delicious. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. When you buy through us, you get the five free travel packets. I never travel without them because if you're drinking and you're partying and you're, you know, you're up late at night, you, you want to, you know, really take good care of your body. Um, also, again, to move the system, right? Um, but also the one-year supply of the vitamin D drops. So it's all there. It's all built in. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. For anybody that has already bought through us, Clinton St. Clair, I saw you buy through us. Uh, much love. Thank you for that. It's good for you. It's good for them. It's good for us. Win, win, win. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. And uh, I would say get healthy in 2023 and add this product to what you're doing. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, great friends. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studio, sevenmilecasino.com. Want to wish everybody who's listening on radio on 1090 a happy new year and a happy Friday, our first Friday of 2023. All of our uh, YouTube viewers, the great friends in our YouTube chat, uh, all the chatlins out there, we appreciate you guys and uh, I'm glad you guys are here with us. And uh, to everybody who's listening on audio podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Amazon Music, uh, even iHeart. Glad you guys are out there and catching up over the course of the weekend. Maybe you're out taking a walk or you're taking a drive. As a matter of fact, real quick. Hey guys, this morning, about 8 a.m. or so, I went for a walk down in uh, Encinitas and um, right by the beach, there's this area called the rail trail. So you have the train and then just a little bit to the east of the train up above, there's like a walking trail. People ride their bikes, they walk their dogs, they run, et cetera. Guys, based on the weather we've had all week, I'd been hearing that the waves were going to be huge. I'm not joking with you guys when I tell you there were maybe thousands of people. I don't really, I didn't stand around and count, but up here on the rail trail, looking out to the ocean and then down on the bluffs, looking out to the ocean, there were hundreds, maybe thousands of people with cameras, with their phones out because the waves, which are normally, I'll call them three feet, four feet. They were like 12 feet. Maybe I'm exaggerating 15 feet. I mean, all I know is this with my own two eyes, knowing that stretch the way I do, I'm like, holy, you know what? Look at the size of the waves. And there were dudes with boards and wetsuits and they were getting ready to go out. And I was like, good luck, buddy. I, mean, I don't mess. I don't mess with the ocean. I, I just, one thing I don't do. I, Why I would just, you? Especially like when they're like, oh, it's crazy high tides. Let's, why would I go look at that? Like, Who has why? beat the ocean? Uh, you know where I could see that? Who? On my, on my computer screen. On my phone. <laughs> what, you, you have like a beach cam or something? You're like, oh, I want to see the so waves. Many, I, seen, I just saw a video this morning of Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach golf course is getting wrecked. No way, really? Wrecked. Really? And there's these dudes looking at these high tides because there's one of the holes is like covered in water. All really? of a sudden, this like 20-foot wave comes and washes these golf carts away. It's like, <laughs> don't stand there. You're at a cliff. That cliff is unstable. 
those beaches can get swallowed up very easily. No, thank you. Dude, you got to show us that. I don't know if you can find it and put it up on the show or not. You got to show us that. And by the way, speaking of messing with the ocean, today being Friday, I've never gotten to this as the week has gone on. But Brown, did I tell you about what I did on New Year's Day? No. I did probably the whitest thing I could have ever done. Oh, yeah, you did that old that polar bear thing when people jump in the ocean. And they, <laughs> Brown, you, Brown, I posted a video on Instagram of me and my daughter, Julia, who's 16, and the two of us are running out into the ocean on New Year's Day to do this polar bear plunge. Now, I've never done this before, and I've always looked at it, and I've gone, what is wrong with everybody? The ocean's freezing. It's cold outside. Now, Why ask yourself that same question. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, so here's what happened. On New Year's Eve... I was watching the Georgia-Ohio State game at a friend of mine's house, and he was telling me, hey, tomorrow's the polar bear plunge. We're all going to be down there. In fact, he said, people are coming here to my house at 930. We're having Bloody Marys, and then we're all going down to the beach, and we're all jumping in the ocean at 11 a.m. So, Let me interject for a second. Yeah. When the man tells you, hey, tomorrow's the polar bear plunge, did you look at him and go, so what they got to do with me? <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, okay, so you're having like a morning party here. And he goes, yeah, you guys should come. So we were like, okay, maybe we should, probably won't, whatever. The next morning I texted him something and he said to me, hey, this isn't for the faint of heart. And once this gentleman said to me that the polar bear plunge is not for the faint of heart, what he was saying to me was, if you do this, I respect you. If you don't, it means you are faint of heart. So now he's kind of challenged me, so to speak. So wow. me and my daughter. Who is, person? who is this person? Scott. Let me Scott. I challenge I challenge you to pay me a hundred thousand dollars this year. Yeah. I challenge yeah. you. You know what? You know, I challenge you to pay me and Alex two hundred grand a piece. I challenge you, sir. It ain't, it ain't for the week. Yeah. I take the challenge, by the way. I take the challenge and believe. When I tell you, it's part of my my New Year's um, not resolution. White people. My growth is is I would love Show to me see a black you guys person making big money. By the Show way, there ain't no, ain't no black people there. In fact, I don't even Alex, think there's a Mexican person there. Alex, if, hold Where's on. Where's Waldo? Alex, wait, but back. To, okay, see the guy in the middle. See the guy in the middle who's running down there. He's got uh, shorts on and no shirt. See the guy right there Everybody. in the middle of the screen. That's Everybody. the guy Every right dude. there. He's no, no. But <laughs> I was pointing to the guy in the middle. I was trying to hopefully that guy is the guy that told me. This is not for the faint of heart. That's the guy. And Browner, when I come out of the water, and Alex, I don't know if you have this video because you specifically said earlier in the week you didn't want to watch it because you wanted to get natural reaction. Yeah. When I come out of the water, Browner, Rachel is standing there and she's got her, her phone on. She's got her video camera. I come running out of the water. By the way. Um, Shrinkage. Well, beyond shrinkage, I am disgusting. I, I do not. I, if I would have had something I could have worn on my top so you don't see my cans, I would have worn it. But I, I didn't have it. So so my daughter, Julie, and I are like, why are we doing this? Come on. We don't really have to do this. Like, who are we really? You know, who's holding right. us accountable that we have to? Do? So we're like 20 minutes out. We're like, let's cancel. Let's bail. And I decided now nah, we got to do it. So wait, here, here, I'm coming out. Alex, is there video? Is there audio here or is it just just video? This is video. Okay. So look, Brown, look how fat I am. Oh my You're God. Jiggling, baby. Dude, look at that. Look how look how overweight I am. Look at my belly. <laughs> oh my God. And I am and I'm and there's Julia. And look how skinny she is. And I'm like, dude, when I went under the water, when I went in that water and I went under that water, it was so damn cold. And it like like I jumped in 
And when I came up from out, I was like, huh, 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 huh. like it was bad. It was freezing. Bro, please tell me this was for like cancer or this was no. for like some kids, <laughs> leukemia. Or... It was kind of a fundraiser for the yeah, Del Mar lifeguards, you know? Oh, I mean, I guess that's a good call. They need to, they need to pay raise. They be saving dumb people who get caught up in riptides. You got a little bit of extra yeah, coin. And you know who I saw that morning? I saw Ernie Hahn and Ernie Hahn's like, Hey man, is this your first time doing this? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, you know what my team does is we have a requirement. You have to stay in the water for 60 seconds. And I'm like, yeah, well, good thing I'm not on your team. Cause I'm running in, I'm getting wet. I'm diving under, I'm coming out. Ernie Hahn, bro. What kind of, who puts rules on this? The point is just to get in and get out. What's wrong with your people, dog? 60 seconds? What, y'all want hypothermia? Y'all all trying to go to the hospital together? It's got to be like, okay, I'm not trying to make this a race thing, but there really has got to be some sort of cultural background for like these kinds of things, like endurance sports. Like there's got to be a reason why it's like white dominated, you know? Like there's just got (laughs) to be some reason. Our backgrounds, you know, whether, you know, there's just, no, no. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. 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 But ain't no anyways, appeal to that. Nothing. Uh, the, uh, nothing about that appeals to me. Nothing. You're out, huh, fam? I mean, Bro, Alex, so, you show I don't want to do. I don't want to do a cold ice bath, dude. Yeah, we've been doing that all the time. And, it, and let me tell you something. Beach it was video. it was probably like 45, 50 degrees outside. Oh, this is Pebble Beach now. Oh my yes. god. This, okay, so now we're looking at Pebble Beach for those of you that are listening on radio. And if you know Pebble Beach, and I mean, I, golf I course used to be. Really, that's the golf course. Well, you'll wow. see right now because. You know, I mean, if you've ever been up there and you've driven around what's called the 17 mile drive, I mean, you know that the roads go all around the golf course and on the oceans on one side and the golf course is on the other. But we're There's watching now 45 foot wave coming all the way in. Come go, on. Go, go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These the, guys are running. They're like yeah, running for their moving? lives. And, and this is all on TikTok. Look at, but that. It's, Look at that. Oh, my God. Just water, beach, ocean water everywhere. Golf carts getting blown away by water. Oh my God! No, thanks. Yeah. Whoa. And you went in there voluntarily. Well, you know, somebody said it ain't for the faint of heart, yeah, yeah. right? Because someone challenged cool. me. I know. Someone cool. double dog dared me. That's when you what should look wrong? at him and go. You should meet my ex-wife. Boom. Faint oh, of heart. That. Like I've like I've already endured those big waves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you stare at death right in the face. <laughs> no, I'm good, brother. I don't need that nah, cold bro. water. Like, no, what time fam. was it New Year's Day? Too? Like, I don't need that cold water. I walked through hell. I'm good. It was, it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I've already gone through the heat. I don't need right. to go through the cold. You I'm know, good. Uh, yeah. Um, this was, I was standing in front of a restaurant in Del Mar, Jake's Del Mar, at about 10 30 in the morning, mm-hmm. freezing with regular clothes on, sweatpants, shoes socks hoodie jacket i was freezing we went to the car took off all our clothes like you know put a towel around us like we were changing like we were surfers put on some some trunks and a towel wrapped around me like okay i need to get cold with the air temperature i can handle this i'm tough and then 10 9 8 they counted us down and we ran out alex i'm you got the video we ran out we dove in we ran back out Sounds and yes, terrible. there were there were all white people there. That sounds what is wrong with us? Terrible, man. Not not what's wrong with so you. Bad. What's wrong with us? Oh y'all. Yeah, oh, what's wrong with all of us white people? Like look, look at this. Look, like, why? Ain't no brothers around. None. Ain't no brothers of any kind. None. 
Not um, as, as far as the human eye can see, hey, no brothers feel, out there. You guys should feel bad for making those lifeguards get in the water. What do you oh. mean? It's their idea. This whole thing is their idea. Look at my daughter, Julia. She's got this bright orange gulls t-shirt on, which was actually kind of good because it allowed us to follow it. And at this point, you see, now I'm getting psyched. You see, I was at this point, I'm thinking to myself, rather than complaining about it, get psyched about it. But there are people you know? there in winter coats. Like what? <laughs> that girl what? does have a parka. She has a parka on, dude. First of all, that's first of all. I think we need to we need to bust her balls too because come on, a parka in San Diego. Come on. Well, what? Um, that cold. I mean, it was cold. Yeah, it, it was, was really cold. cold. A parka. It was really cold. And look, ten nine eight. They counted us down three two one, and there we go. We go rolling into the water really slowly. You guys were in the front of the pack. Now you're in the back. Of the oh truck. yeah, Julia's like that. Why are we letting everybody get ahead of us? I'm like, because I don't feel like getting kicked or anything. Like, let these people go. Dude, sometimes I take my dogs to the Coronado Dog Beach and I put my feet in the water. I'm like, nope, good. Well, that's just good. it. If, if this were any other normal day and I were by myself and I put my feet in the water, I'd be like, I'm not going in there. Yeah. I don't even like to go in the water in the summer. It's too cold. Yeah. This is Bro, next level. Just, just unnecessary. No I know. That's like, if you look up unnecessary in the dictionary, it's a polar plunge on New Year's right. Day. Like That's correct. Just, yeah. yeah. I know it's not good. No sense. All right, so no are you done? Made. Or now you're like, oh, I loved it, man. We're going back next year. I'm getting a bigger group. We're gonna get a team, and we're no. going there for 30 seconds. Team 10, team 1090 polar plunge. Build ourselves up to 60 seconds, and then, no. then in two years we're gonna beat Ernie's team. We're gonna no. go two minutes. No, no team. But what I will say is this: is that it was so exhilarating that my oh. daughter and I both were like, we have to do this now every year. And I think my other kids were a little jealous. Like, well, how come you didn't tell us about it? And so, at least from me and Julia. I think we'll do it again. I do. No. Oh, you know what? I forgot to tell you guys. Oh my God. This is such a funny part of the story. I wouldn't even go to film you. Oh, you wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> 10 a.m. on New Year's day. That's a little early. Oh, here's, here's a, you better, here's a funny, you better hope there's like 80 degrees next year. <laughs> here's a funny part of the story. I forgot to tell you guys. So, uh, and then I'll, I'll get back to this, this NFL weekend. Um, so I'm standing in front of this restaurant and out walks this gentleman who's one of the owners of KUSI. He's the younger brother. And I haven't oh. seen him. In, I haven't seen him in three years, you. probably. Right. Well, they didn't fire me. I quit. Um, there you go. Potato. They, <laughs> wait, say again, Alex? Potato, potato. I still couldn't hear you. Potato, potato? But, well, it, it, I mean, not really. I mean, I mean, listen, Paul Rudy <laughs> told me. Paul Rudy said, hey, if I were you, what I would do is I would use this to get more money. I mean, he right. was like, he was like, this is your leverage time. To be honest, I totally forgot the story already. Well, here's what happened I did is, too. is, um, it was, uh, what's the wide receiver's name from the Arizona Cardinals? Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins told people during COVID that he would rather retire from the NFL than get the COVID vaccine. And mm -hmm. so I go on KUSI one morning and they ask me about it. And I go, good, retire, do it. Let's see. I challenge you. Let's mm -hmm. see you retire. Let's see you give up millions and millions and millions of dollars because you don't want to get the COVID vaccine. Go ahead. Let's see it. So then what happened is the owner's son who runs their social media, he put out this, this uh, tweet that said, you know, uh, radio personality, Scott Kaplan, you know, uh, not challenges, but like he, he yeah. pretty much, he pretty much Carried said, tweet. oh, yeah. you, you remember it now? I, rem I don't remember the specific wording of the tweet, but I remember the tweet was basically like throwing you under the bus right. for some like, yeah. like they separated themselves from me even though i worked with them mm -hmm. and they made it seem like 
they're anti-vaxxers and I'm pro-vax. And so therefore I'm the bad guy and they're the good guy. Right. right. So, so I, that very night saw Paul Rudy and he said to me, he goes, dude, what are you doing? He goes, just, just why don't you try and use it as leverage? And I'm like, no, man. I'm like, they, they did that to me on social media. I'm going to fight back to those guys. I don't care if it's the owner's son and they're all intimidated by the owner. Right. So the little brother of the ownership comes walking out of the restaurant and sees me. Hey man, how you doing? We shake hands. I haven't seen this guy in years. Oh, I got the tweet. Oh, you do? You yeah. found it? Really? Yeah. God, what year? It, 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 uh, July 26, 2021. All right. Yeah. What did they say? Radio host at Scott Kaplan shames and demeans all NFL players who won't get vaccinated, daring them to retire. Kaplan gladly agreed with Vikings' decision to fire their assistant head coach for oh. not taking the vaccine. Right. Oh, please so, keep reading that. Read the comments. Read the comments. Oh, yeah. oh dude. So I just get Shame destroyed. not the way to go. I, I wind up getting destroyed on social media, and I battled back by telling them to go F themselves, right? And and so um, the little brother of KUSI walks out of the restaurant. He sees me. He goes, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, man, how are you? It's been a long time. Nice to see you. I swear to God, in my mind, I'm completely not even thinking, oh, my God. KUSI said this about me. I said all this stuff about them. We disassociated. I don't work with those guys anymore. By the way, great decision. Mm -hmm. So then the older brother, who's really kind of the boss, his name's Mike McKinnon, and his wife, and I've known these people for years. I'm not saying we're close friends. I'm just saying we're, we're acquaintances. Right. They come walking at me. And again, remember, I've seen the little brother and I have forgotten about what happened with chaos. I've totally forgotten about it. The wife sees me. I go to like make eye contact with her and just like smile and say hi. She freaking ice cold goes walking right by me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No oh, way. I forgot. And oh, then yeah. and then husband, me. husband, the owner, the real owner of chaos, Mike McKinnon, he comes walking by and I'm like, hey. And he gives me the cold shoulder and kind of acts like he doesn't see me. And I start laughing. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I forgot <laughs> about what happened because their son was with them too. So they weren't just mad at me for saying they can go F themselves. They were mad at me for ratting out the fact that they're, you know, filled with all this nepotism, blah, blah, blah. And so I forgot completely about the whole KUSI controversy until they, they these people would not look at me like I'm the, some terrible guy. You know, when that's they initiated such, that's such all bad of this. business, that's bad business, man. If you if you own the place, be hired. Just stop. Hey, man, how's it going? Sorry, things didn't work out. Good to see no, you. You don't have to say that. Just, just be like this. Hey, how you doing, man? Nice to see you. Happy New Year. Like, just be phony. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I would rather be phony to them. I don't care about them. They don't mean anything to me. They don't have any impact on my life or my business. So, like, I don't care, you know? But like I would, I'm happy enough to be phony. Be like, hey, how you doing, man? Nice to see you. And then I'd probably get in my car and go. I forgot those guys, man, and their kid, and then all that happened. It didn't bother me. It doesn't mean anything to me. But man, the wife, dude, she was not having one part of me at all. I just, mm. I just wish people like that could understand that other people have feelings too. And just because you're I gotta the boss and you're used to walking over people when someone doesn't let you walk over them. It's oh, okay. Well, for you. well, remember, uh, I got to be honest with you guys. I'm, 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 I'm watching Mad Men for the first time. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that brutal, like, I don't like you. 
go go f yourself dude like i, I like that you know like be you be you yeah no, do you listen it's totally yeah. fine by me because it, it tells me everything I, I need to know which yeah. is they're still holding a grudge over yes. some nonsense that they initiated remember their kid right who he runs wrote the their tweet. social media he i worked for them they paid me money when people were saying to me why would you be on with them why would you do this to yourself the real, the real answer was, is because we were building the podcast and believe it or not, everywhere I went, people were like, yo, I see you on KSI every Monday morning. It was their highest rated segment of their show every Monday. I was making pennies. I think I got paid a hundred dollars a week. Dude, you know, that was, that was a, I don't know if I said it at the time, but looking at that tweet now, that's a great tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the job. Yeah, dude, it was a great tweet. Yeah, great. You, they, but I mean, you replied nice clickbait, but but they right, but they didn't they didn't understand that like that we're doing this dance together. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. really matter. The bottom line was <laughs> jumped in that water, ice cold. So you're a persona non grata over at KUSI, and they are persona non grata here. Well, now, yeah, now. But New Year's, you were down. Well, seriously. New Year's, I was polite and, and phony. Yeah, um, they were they were not phony. <laughs> Little brother was polite, and older brother and older brother's wife were uh, not polite in any way and uh, that's cool i don't have a problem with that that's cool i don't care anyway all right listen um i planned on getting back to the nfl it turned into one of these kinds of segments it's a friday that's what happens around here we're in the seven mile casino studios seven mile casino.com what do you I have more i have more 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 context about tatis that browner will very much enjoy okay all right there was some breaking news earlier today i say breaking news that tatis is ready to resume baseball activities now alex says there's more to the story we'll get there in a second just a quick reminder for everybody this weekend if you're running around and you're thinking to yourself hey i'm ready to buy or i'm ready to lease a new car penske san diego is ready for you and if you really want to make things easy do what alex and mar did just go on to PenskeSanDiego.com because that will expedite the process they've got 12 dealerships and they've got nine different brands i mean every brand that you would want Acura, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda, Mercedes, and Toyota over the course of 12 dealerships around San Diego. But if, if those manufacturers are not what you're talking about, go onto their website, PenskeSanDiego.com and look at all the certified pre-owned vehicles that they have outside of just those nine brands. So make things faster, make things easier. Go to PenskeSanDiego.com. All right, Alex, coming up, we will hear the latest. There's even more about Tatis. Oh, it's, it's juicy. Oh, really? Really? Then I want to get back to week 18 of the NFL because with what's happened this week and now with their th this new playoff situation in the AFC makes week 18 really, really interesting. Not that it wasn't going in. We'll get there. Stick around. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studio. All right, great friends. Hey, it's our final segment of the week here on Kaplan and Crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. For those of you that are listening on radio, that's because coming up at the top of the hour, it's Ryan Dyrud. He's got the LA Football Network, and he'll be talking about everything that's coming up this uh, this weekend uh, around the NFL, but specifically Rams, even though kind of not that important, not that interesting. Chargers, certainly very interesting, headed towards the playoffs and already in. Um, so Ryan Dyrud. The LA Football Network is on the way. Alex, you said before we hit the break yes. that there was even more to the uh, earlier report about Tatis. Can you start, start right. from so the beginning? Like Padres, yes, sir. Padres, according to Dennis Lynn, Padres fan Tatis has been cleared to resume baseball activities. According to Dennis Lynn, he is on schedule, if not ahead of schedule, of where he should be. He should be ready to go for spring training at full go. He will be allowed to play in all Cactus League games 
uh, even though he is suspended until April 20th this season from the PED suspension. That is the story. That is the back. How many games does that turn into? Do you have any idea? Do they say? Ah, uh, man, I have top of my head. I want to say like I thought it was eleven. Tw- yeah, like twelve or something. Yeah, like it's that. not too many. Like thankfully, mm-hmm. because of that playoff run, mm-hmm. it's yep. not as much. Yeah. So, uh, I asked, where will he resume those baseball activities? Dennis Lynn heard me, responded to me, and added this to the article in the Athletic, where literally it's a section saying, "Where will he play?" You, you, you mean you you uh, you hit him up on Twitter? Based on what he had written, is that what you're saying? No, I'm just. I think the universe just. You know, oh, he heard me. I thought maybe you were so, saying you actually tweeted. Which one? This one or another one? <laughs> yeah, you know, so, alternate universe yeah. or this one that we're, we're currently in? Probably in the mental universe. Got like, it. Uh, yeah. So, Browner, you're not going to like the beginning, but you'll see. After signing Sander Bogarts, Tatis will play somewhere in the outfield. Right field makes the most sense for Tatis in his arm. Um, Juan Soto has indicated to the team he is open to playing either corner or outfield position. But the Padres also believe Tatis will give them another option in center field alongside Trent Grisham. Tatis can play left field too. At this point, no decision has been made. The Padres expect to settle on a more concrete plan next month. Here you go. Should I keep going? Or like victory lap first because he's going to play in the outfield next year. Finish the article. I'll keep going. <clears throat> Hold yourself together, okay, Browner? And Tatis could still return to the infield at some point, if not in the immediate future. Bogarts is not a lock to stay at shortstop beyond 2023, and team officials continue to view Tatis as an option at short and second base. A lot will depend on health and state of the roster. Okay. So do the three of us win here? Wait that, a second. That's a nut. That's a nothing. That's a big nothing. That's a big word salad. That's, that didn't tell me anything. <laughs> that didn't tell me anything. That was I got a column to write. It's got to be X amount of characters. I'm gonna fill this thing up. Yeah, and Browner from start to finish, right? Like he might right. play right field, but guess what? He might also play left. And you know what else? He might even play center. Sometimes mm-hmm. they might even move him to right center a little bit, maybe because he can play anywhere in the outfield. Mm-hmm. And then, oh by the way, based on who's still on the team. You know, so does Cronenworth move to first? Is Kim still here? Is Bogarts? No, really what great? that means is if Machado bounces, we're moving Bogarts to third, and then we're going to have an opening at short. I think that's kind of what he was implying. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, uh, you put two and two together a lot faster than me, pal. Because he also yeah, do immediate. Soto, he also do immediate future in there for infield. He didn't. If Soto that. hits two fifty and only twenty home runs, we're not going to give him five hundred million dollars. So we're going to try and trade him. So he might play right. He might play left. Uh, he could play center, but we because we might trade Trent Grisham for something. So yeah, it's all okay. right. He could also play second if only, if we've traded Kim and we've moved Cronenworth to first. Maybe we have right. to move him over to second if we the can keep Manny third. If Bogarts gets hurt, will not be playing catch. Eleven games into the season, he'll play short. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, what are you writing here? Fernandez will not pitch, and he will not play catch. No, he might play other first. That, we can, you can't guarantee that, that though. No, I can guarantee he won't catch. I'll, I'll pretty much put anything you want on that one. But pitch, I mean, he might be the next Will Myers. He yeah, might be the right. pitcher for Bluffs. have to play first at, on occasion. So Let him play first. That would be fun to watch. He's got Here, athleticism. You know what I really care about? Him hitting. Yeah, me too. That's what I care about. about that yet. No, I want to see Xander Bogarts, uh, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Jake Cronenworth, in however they really ultimately decide is the best order. I want all five of those guys 
and I want to see what that looks like. That's solid. what was his slash line in oh 2021, Scott? Oh, the slash line. <laughs> yeah, nice. 282, 364, 611. What are we talking about here? Whose slash line? Slash line. Oh, that was Tatis' slash line. In 130 games, Tatis. This is what's exciting. He had a bum shoulder. It kept popping out every month. In 130 games in 2021, with or without steroids, (laughs) he hit 42 home runs, 97 RBIs, and hit 282. Pretty good. Do that again, yeah, and everyone will love you. Again. Yep, that's right. Oh, wait a second. Look who's back. Hey, no, no, no. I just said home run RBI batting average, Browner. Don't you dare beep, 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 beep on me. Beep, I just that. I just did home run RBI batting average. All right, all right. I didn't even throw slugging at nerd glasses go beep off. Beep you player. Nerd glasses go off. All right, hey, listen. have an OPS of nine seventy. All right, look. Before we get to the highlight of the day, before we get back to the NFL and the final weekend, and we'll get there in just one second. Two two quick things, Browner. First of all, I noticed today on the show. You're wearing your a wise man once said hoodie. And let me tell you something. I am so jealous of that hoodie. Is that the premium quality gray brown? Nah, fam, you got to get the premium. See, at the time I purchased this, Mm -hmm. the store manager did not make these available. I didn't know these that the the premium existed. So (laughs) the store manager kind of put me in a bind. So I got the original. This is an original. Now that the premium is available, that one will be purchased as well. Okay, gotcha. And and do you like wearing your own face and your own phrase on your own person? Hey man, listen, listen. Yes. Me too. Yes. Me too. I'm down. Best, best promotion is self-promotion. Dude, I gotta buy one of these. Alex, when are we having another sale in the merch shop? Do you have any idea? Like when the company that we work with, I mean, maybe like a post New Year, post Christmas, Black Friday. Heads up, but I haven't seen anything. I gotta have one of those browner hoodies i got to oh we're Get having one right How now much? no way starting today no way get yeah. out of here this is a very random number oh no obviously this makes sense 2023 23 off no everything freaking way do it they didn't send an email dude 23 percent off today for the whole weekend okay i'm putting down on my notes my to-do list today Buy a browner hoodie. What's this browner? See, yeah, it wasn't available for me. Buying a browner hoodie. And my youngest daughter wants a Slay Queen t-shirt because her other sisters have them. There you go. 23% off today in our merch shop? Yes. I swear to God. All weekend. I swear to God to everybody who's tuning in, pure coincidence when I'm saying, Alex, come on, man. There's got to be a discount sometime. 23% off. That's amazing. How much are those hoodies? Uh, the premium's $43. Okay, $43 minus 23%. Oh, I'm going to try and do this. That's eight, eight sixty. Uh, That's like 10 bucks off. Basically free shipping. Yeah. And tax. That's like $10 off. Yeah. I'm doing that today. I will have one of those ASAP. Browner, I'm getting the gray one just like you got. Rock with me. I'm going to rock, rock with, with me. Careful, careful with them sizes, though. Remember? Oh yeah, what what size am I supposed to get? Because you got one that was double X and it fit you like double X small. It fit me like a sports bra. <laughs> 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 All right, hey. So one one other last follow up for everybody who's listening. By the way, use our merch shop. Go to kaplanandcrew.com, Twenty three percent savings over the course of the weekend. One other follow up. When I get my new browner hoodie, I'm rocking it with these bad boys right here. I heard from so many people. Oh boy both from the great friends and the Chatlins and even the Sedano and Cap circle of trust in LA, because you know what's happening guys. 
Sedano has one of the listeners up in LA listening to every word of every show that we do. And the guy is reporting back to Sedano. If I am a closet charger fan here on our show. And I keep trying to explain to these guys, they don't get it, man. I'm, I'm walking around with one of these, the charger hater club cards that I started this club. So, uh, so, so Sedano gave one listener a job, which was to listen to every show that we do watch every show that we do and to report back to Sedano on, if I'm like some closet charger fan. So he hired a Joe Rigby. Um, he in, incorporated somebody to be a Joe Rigby esque kind of character, but what's this person's his name, name? Is Dead Meow Five. Dead Mouse. Five? Well, I I thought the group's name was Dead Meow, not Dead Mouse, and so now that's his Dead Twitter meow. thing is like Dead Meow Five. You know. Anyway, mm. okay. so this guy uh, went and found us yesterday talking about my black uh, Nike Air Force Ones, and I've got a lot of people who have hit me up on those other Nikes that you suggested, Alex, that, that the Cholos wear. Wait, well, hold on. Yeah. Time out. Wait. So are you telling yeah. me that your LA show yep. is using our content for their content? Correct. That's exactly so right. what they threw a hissy fit about supposedly that you using Hey King here first, but that supposedly that's an LA thing. Now they're literally hiring someone to take our content to use on that show. Not, I want to get this clear. I don't know about hiring because I don't think the gentleman is being paid, but he is. Whatever. He's, taking, he's, he's a, he's a big fan of the Kaplan and crew show. He's yeah. a big fan of the Sedano and cap show. He's probably a bigger LA guy than he is a San Diego guy, but he thinks it's his job to su- kind of be the checks and balances guy. But okay. a lot of people hitting me up yesterday telling me that I can or I can't, but I will tell you this, Bernard Thompson sent me uh, a note yesterday on Twitter and said, you're fine wearing these things. You're, you're, you're good. Um, and Bernard showed me his shoe collection. He's a sneaker head. I, is that what they call them? Yeah. yeah. Dude, you guys would not believe I'm telling you 200, 300, 400 boxes of Nikes. And Pumas, but I got to tell you this, Adidas. though. I got yeah. I got, I got to tell you this about Bernard. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he'll be out right in the street, though. He'll be out right in the street. I think is it because uh, of, of his Lakers tattoo on the inside of his bicep? I think there are other reasons he can he can wear those shoes in neighborhoods. Bernard rolls, man. I'm not going to put his business out there. Just, well, Bernard, just Bernard's got I tattoos know, on know, his neck, I so, I, know, I mean, he's tough. I know he works at a hospital, but don't be fooled. Bernard do? Don't be fooled. Yeah, Gangs no, got to no, get no, jobs no. too sometimes. No, he got tattoos on his neck, so he's he's down. Yeah, but he's a real family man. He's a real man. He's a real guy. Yeah, dude, he's a he's a pillar in his community. Owns a home, beautiful family, yep. working man, paying taxes. Shout out. Shout out is right. Working man playing taxes. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. So anyway, listen. Um, thanks to everybody who's been involved all week and all these different stories. I'm gonna rock these uh these black Nike Air Force ones. And I'll uh I'll show you a picture. I'll probably be please. I'll probably be at the beach for the polar bear plunge where I'm safe. Please tell your Nike guy to hook you up with a pair of Nike Cortezes. Cortezes, mm-hmm. and the black ones or the white ones with the black stripe or the. I think the white ones. I think the white ones. The black logo. Okay. I don't know if you could pull off the black ones with the white logo. That's my uncle Larry. You're talking about it's my Nike plug. <laughs> my uncle Larry. I met him. I know. Shout out, Larry. It's my uncle Larry. All right. Let me Larry, say. Um, let me just say one last thing here: is we're on a Friday afternoon. My man Grande here has lost nearly 30 pounds with I Thrive Lean. If you go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and by the way, shout out to Cousin Nancy, who this morning sent me an email who runs our website, and she said, go look at your website on your phone now. She has made the mobile version of our website so much cleaner, looks so good. 
So if you go to kaplanandcrew.com, whether you're using your web browser on your phone or on your computer or on your iPad or whatever, go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com and check us out. Um, but click on iThrive and you'll learn about iThrive Lean, fully guaranteed weight loss program. You're saving $200 a month for the first three months. And Alex has lost nearly 30 pounds in three months. So you're saving a lot of money and you're losing a lot of weight. Call them, 858-240-1497. Those of you driving around listening, 858-240-1497. And if you're in Orange County or LA or even Santa Barbara, you can still get the iThrive Lean program. They can send it to you. All you do is you go to a lab in your hometown, you get your blood work done. And if you're eligible, they can still support you and get you your iThrive Lean sent to you. So think about that. It's not just a San Diego deal. All right, let's do this. Our top story today, DeMar Hamlin, they remove the, the um, tube from his throat. He gets on a FaceTime with the entire Buffalo Bills football team, and the kid is now awake, he's talking, and all signs say that this young man from Monday night to Friday afternoon has made massive, massive improvement, and things look like it's going to likely work out, thank God, right? But that gets us now to week 18 which on Tuesday and Wednesday was very much in question. Will they play? Won't they play? Will they add an eighth team to both conferences? Will they eliminate a bye week? Alex, if you could update for everybody who's just joining us, what the NFL has decided to do about the playoffs mm. going into week 18, given <laughs> that Cincinnati and Buffalo are one game apart and Buffalo is one game behind Kansas City and they've decided to cancel the Cincinnati-Buffalo game and with all that high-level info, explain what the NFL has chosen to do. Keep the playoff format the same. So that that's the first part. Seven teams each side, one seed gets the bye week. That's the easy part. What they have decided, how do I wrap this up? Uh, how, <laughs> well, how, what they've decided is if the Chiefs, if a team, if two teams make the AFC championship, this is the easiest way of thing to say. It. If two teams make the AFC championship and both teams don't have the same amount of games played, the game will be played at a neutral site. Here's the AFC championship. Here's how the here's how NFL.com describes it. The AFC championship game will be played at a neutral site if the participating teams played an unequal number of games. And both could have been the number one seed and hosted the game had all the teams in the AFC played a full 17-game schedule. Those circumstances involve Buffalo or Cincinnati qualifying for the game as a road team. And then they have a list below. Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie. A Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose this weekend and Baltimore wins or ties. A Buffalo Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. <laughs> and I'm just reading this to you, but it gets really complicated. Long story short, I think if Kansas City, I'm now I'm, I, I stopped myself because I'm just about to say something. I'm like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> In fact, you know what? It's too damn confusing for me. All right, put this up on the screen. Go ahead. Let's see what you can come up with. Oh boy. I don't know if this is even right. <laughs> To be honest with you, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if it's a combo of Chiefs versus either the Bills or Bengals, 
if it's a combo of that, Chiefs versus Bills, Chiefs versus Bengals, either one in the AFC Championship game, it's going to be in a neutral site. If it's Bills, Bengals, it'll be in Buffalo. That's really like what it comes down to. Um, now, the question then, well, yeah, because that, that would be the only team because they'll be the top seed, top two seeds. So, because it can't be Patriots, Bengals, AFC Championship because they'll play each other too early. So, yeah, it'll, it's a combo of Chiefs versus Bills or Chiefs versus Bengals. The game will be played at a neutral site. If it's Bills, Bengals, it'll be in Buffalo. Dude, if I'm the Chiefs and I'm the Bengals, I'm like, yo, what's this situation got to do with me? Like, why can't I host the AFC Championship game should we be fortunate enough to make it? And, and the Bills could potentially host the AFC Championship game when the Chiefs could potentially get penalized and the Bills could potentially get penalized, right. but the Bills could actually be rewarded should the Bills play the Bengals. It sounds like the Chiefs are getting screwed if they make the AFC Championship and the Bengals are getting screwed if they lose to the Ravens. Unless, you know, Commissioner Goodell has a two-headed coin well, that, and it's just going to go towards the bank. Well, that certainly makes this weekend, you know, I mean, just that much more interesting Saturday games, Kansas City and the Raiders. Later, Tennessee and Jacksonville, winner take all. I hope you guys can place a bet on the Vikings and the Bears because they're going to go head-to-head. And all the things we were wishing for yesterday, Browner, with the Browns and the, the Steelers, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. No. I will. We gave it a shot. We did. All right, Alex, can we get to the mm. highlight of the day before we get out of here on a Friday? I don't really know if I have one, but go sure, ahead. let's go. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. Highlight of the day brought to you by Tor Holistics. Promo code BROCCOLI for the month of January. BROCCOLI. Spend $75, get 20%, 20% off your purchase at Tory or California Holistics. Promo code BROCCOLI. All right, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. We started with DeMar Hamlin. We're going to finish with DeMar Hamlin. His community toy drive with an original goal of $2,500. That was the initial goal that he wanted to raise to do a toy drive at his, I think, mom and aunt's daycare, Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. As of this moment, the charity is at $7.94 million. Almost $8 million has been raised since Monday night. So let's just finish it off with a good note. DeMar Hamlin uh, FaceTimed the Bills this morning. Flexed, according to Sean McDermott. I guess he's known for flexing Mm -hmm. at practice. Gave the heart signal with his hand and even had the strength to say, love you guys. Wow. Wow. I love it, man. It's so cool. It's such a great story. I wonder what happens. And I'm actually looking forward to this. When this young man makes it out okay. of that hospital and this young man goes back to his his real life, whether that ever includes football again or it doesn't, he's going to have $8 million sitting there that he raised for charity that he didn't intend to raise for charity. Now, what can he do with not $2,500? What can my man do with $8 million? And I'm not suggesting to you that he's about to take it and put it in his bank account. I'm just saying... What kind of good will he do with everybody else's money when everybody was sending that money because those were good vibes? What's he going to do with that money? Yeah, I also don't think that people donating would be upset if he does keep some of that money because he's not guaranteed he's going to come back and play That's in the NFL. True. He's on a Correct. he's a sixth-round pick. Right. So that, we don't have that, life life altering money. 
That money was given to him. I'm not, yeah, that's, to him. That money was given to him. That money was not given yep. to that charity. That money was given to him because if that what charity would have been announced pre-injury, it would have still. It probably would have barely made it. That's All right, his let, money. Let's finish up on the podcast side. Ten ninety listeners, peace out. We'll see you guys Monday. Everybody else, separate finish for you on the podcast side. Have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, go All on. right, great friends. It is uh, time for us to get on out of here for the weekend. Hope everybody has a really good weekend and a safe weekend. As a matter of fact, Alex, when I was uh, emailing this morning with cousin Nancy, I was saying, hey, stay dry yeah. and stay safe because the state of California, we're getting some wild Boom, weather. You showed us the uh, the situation up in Pebble Beach. I told you guys about the ginormous mm -hmm. waves in Encinitas earlier this morning. And I'm sure if we just look around on social media, we'll see people all over San Diego. This is from, from Marty. This is a PB boardwalk. Oh, my. God, would she turn her camera the other way? Goodness, girl. Well, that's also depending where you're posting it. Why? Where Where would you post it? This way? Instagram, TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. That's water. Oh, water. my God. They just showed some lady riding her bike <laughs> through the water. If you've ever been. I mean, that's. Yeah, that was a man. Insane. If you know, if you know PB, imagine where like world famous is at. Mm -hmm. And that, that stretch like of the boardwalk. It's flooded. The The ocean has come over the wall, over the seawall. And if you've ever been there, you know, from the seawall down to the waters could be like 40, 50 feet, maybe longer. Yeah, dude, that's a, uh, I've been in that beach many, many a time mm -hmm. that there's supposed to be a lot of sand. Wow. There. That is cray cray. And you went to go see it. You're crazy. Hey, listen, uh, everybody have a good weekend. Cool, be over, safe yeah. out there though. Be safe and be dry. Do we, are we expecting a lot more rain this weekend? No, next week though. Really? I'm calling you Big Bear. Big Bear, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the weather. I, I never even look at the weather. Ever. Tuesday. What is what is next week? Tuesday. <laughs> what is next week? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm next week, what is the, the rain expected? I see today's today's sunny. Tomorrow's cloudy. Next day partly cloudy. Monday cloudy. Tuesday, 70% chance of rain. And then cloudy all week. Well, Saturday, Sunday, I see thunderstorms. Right. Wow. It's going to screw us up, man. I got to get out there. You know? Woo! Right. Hey, great week today. Uh, great week to finish up today, guys. And uh, appreciate you guys. Glad everybody's still with us. Um, first week of 2023, who knew what was going to happen? And, man, it was a crazy week. And uh, I will just say to everybody, have a good weekend. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Peace out.